Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm your host, Paula Thomas, and if you work in loyalty marketing, join me every week to learn the latest ideas from loyalty specialists around the world. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Let's Talk Loyalty. Today, I'm really excited to meet the CEO of an iconic brand here in the UAE. Dubai Golf was established and manages some of the best-loved golf clubs in the whole region. They have internationally acclaimed championship courses, and it's also a real hospitality and entertainment business, with both casual and fine dining restaurants, and things like swimming, fitness, and tennis facilities. The person leading the development of the whole group is the CEO, Chris May. And he's joining me today in this studio to share how the business really values and nurtures loyalty with its members. What I love is he also explains this really clever idea to develop and launch a lifestyle app, which allows both the members and the non-members to book rounds of golf and lots of other facilities with the business and earn rewards. I really hope you enjoy my first conversation with Chris May, all about Dubai Golf and Via Rewards. So, Chris, I actually feel very thrilled that it's such an iconic brand and that you've agreed to join us in studio today. So, and I think it's your first podcast, I think you said as well. First podcast with filming as well. Okay, so extra pressure today for you and me both. Not to worry. As you know, we always start our show, Chris, talking about our favorite loyalty programs. Because what I always feel as loyalty professionals, and I know that's a, a bit different in your case, but it's really important to understand what do you value and appreciate in terms of loyalty programs? What would, should we be aspiring to? My favorite loyalty program is, is, is a Dubai-based one, which is Skywards. Um, I've been in Dubai for 24 years. We actually used to report into His Highness Sheikh Ahmed bin Said of Emirates Airline. Yes. So I always feel a great deal of loyalty towards Emirates as a brand. But mm. I genuinely feel that the Skywards loyalty program is one that has definitely influenced my decision-making on staying loyal to, to Emirates when I could have gone to perhaps cheaper alternatives yeah. or, or other brands. And, you know, I, I, every flight I've taken since I've been in Dubai has been with Emirates. Yeah. Uh, and definitely the Skywards program has uh, been a very important part of that. And, okay. uh, you know, I've seen Skywards grow from a very small brand mm -hmm. in the early 2000s up to being, yes. you know, probably the, you know, one of the biggest loyalty brands yeah. on the in the world and certainly amongst airlines so yeah. Yeah. it's been very powerful to you know i think a loyalty program is all about um you know adding value to the customer and enhancing your business with them and, yeah. and therefore your loyalty to it and i remain loyal to skywards to this day well done you it's it's also my favorite actually was recently at a conference and they asked me they said how many loyalty programs do you have on your phone and because i work in loyalty they're expecting me to say like 25 or 30. i said i have about three and they were actually shocked and i said i actually what i think what this means is i'm extremely loyal but only to a few brands that really make a difference 
So I think you're absolutely right. I think from a brand perspective, the fact that you're changing your behavior and making booking decisions about something super expensive, like who you're going to fly with, means absolutely Skywards is doing an amazing job. So we've had them on the podcast twice. Uh, so we'll wait and see how all that goes. Yeah, they've certainly done a great job for Dubai. They certainly have. Absolutely. 30 million members. So well done, Skywards. So listen, let's get into D Dubai Golf then. So Chris, you're doing an extraordinary job. And again, here in the region and in this country, we're super familiar with what you do. But given that we have a global audience, tell us about Dubai Golf as a business. Yeah, well, first of all, it's not just me. We've got a great team. <laughs> of course. Uh, so Dubai Golf has been in existence for just over 20 years. Mm -hmm. uh, we operate uh, three of the golf courses in Dubai and three in Abu Dhabi. Mm -hmm. So uh, the first one in the region, the first grass golf course was Emirates Golf Club, mm. which opened 35 years ago this year. Yeah, uh, And that was closely followed by em uh, sorry, Dubai Creek Golf and Yacht Club, which was opened five years later, so now 30 years old this year. Wow. Uh, so it's been a big year of celebrations for us this year. Yeah. Uh, and then in 2018, we took over Jumeirah Golf Estates, okay. uh, which is another 36-hole venue. Mm -hmm. uh, Emirates Golf Club has uh, two golf courses also. Mm. And then... Uh, the latter part of last year, we took over three golf courses in Abu Dhabi. Okay. So Yas Links, uh, Yas Acres, and Sadiat Beach Golf Club, which are all fantastic facilities. And adding to our portfolio, uh, in January 2021, we opened the first top golf in the region. Yes. At Emirates Golf Club. Yeah. Uh, so that's been a, a great success. Yeah. And, and really helped uh, what we do. And we operate 21 restaurants in our golf clubs. The mm -hmm. golf clubs are almost like mini hotels compared to some of the golf clubs you might be familiar with around the world. So yeah. uh, it's a great fun industry to be in. We work yeah. with a, we have a great team of people. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it's been really exciting to see how much the company has grown over the last 20 years in tandem with what Dubai has done. Of course, absolutely. Well, certainly one of my favorite restaurants in Dubai is Kareen, which is certainly in one of your golf clubs. And one word you used there interested me as well, Chris. You said a grass golf club. And that would be taken for granted, I guess, in any other country. Certainly where I'm from in Ireland. I think you're from the UK. Yeah. But given where we live, it must be a mammoth undertaking just to actually maintain a grass golf club in the Middle East region. Yeah, I think when you when you look back to when Emirates Golf Club was originally built in 87. Yeah. I wasn't here then, I'm right <laughs> But um, it, it really was quite an achievement to build a golf course yeah. in the middle of the desert. Yes. Uh, it's now surrounded by the city. Yeah. Um, but there were, there are pre-existed sand golf courses in the region of with um, oil greens, which uh, yeah. uh, I think there's probably just one or two left now of mm. those. But yeah, the first grass golf, was, golf course was a, was a big thing. And then wow. subsequent to the first course then many subsequently have developed mm. um organically the growth has been been very consistent and there's now a lot of real estate developments with golf courses involved with them of course which is a little bit more sustainable in in uh, you know for for a golf course which is pretty expensive to operate mm -hmm. um but it's uh yes yeah, it's, it's now a big industry and brings a lot of tourists to the region for sure uh, we host some big tournaments in mm -hmm. the region which are shown all the way around the world and usually the best players in the world come and play in Dubai and love visiting the city and uh, enjoying everything that it has to offer. 
golfer. Absolutely. And I know Top Golf is also a very unique proposition as well. Now, I'm not a golfer at all. Chris, you'll have to forgive me. But several people I know are totally addicted to Top Golf. So tell us a bit about that product because it's quite different. Yeah, I mean, Top Golf is, is for you. Oh, it's really? for non golfers. <laughs> that's so what they all say. Yeah. 80% of the people that play Top Golf uh, are not golfers. Okay. So that's one of the reasons why it's so successful here. Yeah. The brand has started in the UK. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we actually looked at the brand probably 10 years ago and mm. decided not to go ahead at that point because it wasn't quite what it is today. But okay. it really has, uh, it was bought by an American fund who've changed it into an amazing entertainment experience. Okay. It happens to be around golf, okay. um, but you do not need to be a golfer <laughs> to play, and most people are not. Okay. So it's a place to go and have great fun. Yeah. Um, it's a, an eating, uh, a, an entertainment experience yeah. that uh, you just happen to be holding a golf club. But yeah. the venue we built in Dubai in 2021, it's one of the biggest venues globally. Okay. Uh, it's got 102 bays, okay. uh, and you hit golf balls out of targets, but there's our, our team in Top Golf are, are amazing. They ensure you have a great time. Yeah. Uh, there's great food and beverage in the venue. Okay. Uh, the, the music's high energy. And okay. uh, it's really uh, everyone going to Top Golf is having fun. Yeah. And uh, we celebrated over a million guests inside two years. So oh um, it's certainly a very busy wow. venue. I was there last night. We had a three hour wait list at 5 30 in the evening. So it's busy every single day of the year. Oh, my goodness. Well, so congratulations. A huge success story. Another huge is. success yeah, story. Yeah, we're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so when I think about golf, I suppose the one thing I really think about is membership. Yeah. So we are obviously here to talk about loyalty. And I think golf clubs have really been built on this idea that you have to be a member. And I suppose historically, it could have been a very expensive thing to do. Yeah. So as golf gets more competitive, how have you been thinking about membership over the 24 years, I think you said you're involved yeah. uh, with Dubai Golf? So tell me how you think about the membership side of the business. Yeah, membership for us is all about loyalty and rewarding our members who support us. Mm. Many of them right from the very beginning of, of the operation starting. So many of them have been members for 30 years, 25 years, 20 30 years, along with, you know, we've got a, a couple of our colleagues that have been members of the team for that period. But we, it, it's, our, our clubs are, are we, you know, they've, they're very established clubs. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're the sort of places to be, the, the facilities, the services that you get are fantastic, but they are nothing without our members. Yeah. And keeping our members loyal to our clubs is so important mm. because if we lose a member, it costs us a lot more to get another member yeah. so we're much better off providing excellent services mm. to our members and that's really where our via app came from in okay. enhancing the levels of service yeah. to enhance the levels of loyalty yeah. to make it easier to use the club mm. the experience of interacting with uh, the booking process, mm -hmm. and also rewarding loyalty okay. with, a, with a, a, a rewards program through the app. Yeah. So it, it, membership is is a cornerstone of our, our business. Yes. Um, really, yeah. really important. Yeah. Uh, if we get a good membership renewal, which we, mm. we generally always always do because we do 
you know, go above and beyond to look after our members and ensure that, yeah. you know, they, they have a great experience at, at the club and we want them to, to, to remain loyal for many, many years to come. Yeah. So it's, um, it's critical to our business. Yes. Uh, it really is. Yeah. And uh, without our members, it would be very tough to, uh, to, to be successful. Of course. Absolutely. Well, I think what you've explained very clearly is, of course, it is a business model. But every time I've spoken to you, Chris, you've really had that real mindset of integrity and taking care of the members, whatever is required, you know. So whether it is we need to have night golf, I remember you told me as well, for example, top golf you've just talked about gives us the indoor option, the entertainment, all of the other aspects. So literally that focus on delighting your customers, I think we see as the cornerstone of loyalty, but it isn't always enough. So obviously you realized there was a need for some technology and to build the whole proposition a couple of years ago. So where did the thinking come from in terms of what you needed? Yeah, we, we started off in a very small way. We had a, an app which was really just focused around booking tea times. Okay. Yeah. And that was only available to our members. We had 3,000 users. It was called Golf Central. Okay. Uh, but we... We have a large customer base. Mm -hmm. We have a large member base. Okay. We have now grown to six different clubs in yes. rather than just the two yeah. at the time. Okay. Um, and we wanted to enhance the process and really give back to our members to reward their loyalty. So mm. we moved from Golf Central to Via, mm -hmm. and we, uh, as we opened up Jumeirah Golf Estates, mm -hmm. and the Via. Uh, app really was was really widened in terms of its scope from just golf bookings to include dining, to include experiences, to include spas, to include hotels. Mm. And more recently, we've been, we've added retail, we've added uh, golf lessons, we've added we're just about to add paddle tennis to to the app as well. And for and it really does reward spend. So okay. it's it's now become something much bigger than just an app for our members because mm. it's now been embraced by a much wider cross section of the people. We've now got over a much wider cross section of the population. We now got over a hundred thousand users. Wow. Now we've expanded into Abu Dhabi. Yeah. It, it grew yeah. from thirty thousand in Dubai to seventy five thousand Abu Dhabi and now over 120,000 users Amazing. in 2023. So it's grown from 3,000 in 2019 <laughs> to now 120,000 users. Yeah. And the biggest um, element of spend is on dining. Okay. Um, dining's big in Dubai. Honestly, um, it's a problem. <laughs> it's a uh, high quality problem. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we get a huge amount of spend for, for dining in Kareen, your favorite restaurant yeah. at Emirates Golf Club, yeah. in Top Golf, and, and all of our um, restaurants. Yeah. Golf is also very big and, and yeah. growing significantly. Mm. It's helped us really grow our business in Abu Dhabi yeah. from, from nothing yeah. to, to, to a significant share of the market mm. and um, more importantly one of the reasons that people are, are, are using it and, and it's growing so quickly is mm. that you're, you're getting rewards for that loyalty exactly. as well so you get reward spend yeah. back you can redeem yeah. on your spend and, mm. and really that's been critical in, in, its, in its growth yeah. so 
we're we're um, now uh, looking at, at, at partners outside of Dubai Golf as well to be part of the program, mm. um, and we've we've enhanced the program over the last year to include via access, so members have via access to some of the uh, hotels, the hotel gyms, beaches, etc., and some of our gyms as well. So okay. that's also just provided another element to it as well. Yeah. So it's constantly evolving. Yeah. And because we developed the app in house yeah um you're much more in control of which direction you want it to go in and, and trends change and things yeah. things develop things move and so it's very important to develop and, and change with the times and yeah. you know so this year we'll be adding paddle uh, to that paddle is an extremely popular activity in this country and globally yes and uh you know we'll be able to enhance the experience and, mm. and reward those loyal customers of ours with with added benefits from in terms of reward whenever they spend on booking paddle tennis courts or using yeah. the food and beverage afterwards so yeah. it really is a, a, a something that is uh, we feel we get great feedback from not only our members which we now have nine thousand members across Dubai and Abu Dhabi, but mm. it's being embraced by tourists that are coming to stay wow. in the region who okay. see the app and see the benefit of using it. Oh my goodness! And you know, and also stay loyal to to our our company uh, and our facilities and, and products and services. So yeah. it benefits both ways. Yeah, there's so much I want to ask you about that journey, Chris, because you know, as loyalty professionals, we often think that we need to go and find maybe some external consultants for the expertise in terms of things like the reward rate, for example. So yeah. that's something I'd love to get your thinking on. That's one piece. The other piece is the decision to build it internally. I can tell you're very proud of that and you're very lucky to have that development capability in-house. Mostly when people ask me what they should do in terms of their technology, I'm like, leave it to the experts, like <laughs> go and buy a platform. But you've managed to prove me wrong and build it yourselves and have exactly what you want. So tell us about the technology journey. And then I want to hear about the business case as well. Yeah, I think look, if you go back a little bit in 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 time in, in how Dubai's developed, yeah. there have been some great apps and reward programs that have, have existed in, in Dubai. And... Um, we felt that uh, in in our business, and I'm, I know we're not alone. That yeah. um, you were almost beholden to to, to the app, or, or, or and you That's didn't have true. control of your business. Yeah. So by having our own loyalty app mm. that gives rewards, yeah. we felt we were much more in control of our business. And we knew we were on a growth trajectory yes. with the products and services that we have. We already talked about Top Golf. We've added additional yeah. golf clubs. Yeah. There'll be more growth in the future. So yeah. having control of that in mm. terms of us being able to, to determine mm. what we want to promote and us yeah. and the business benefiting 100% yeah. is is key for, for our growth and yeah. has proven really to be the right thing to do for us. It's taken a little bit more time. Sure. So I think your <laughs> argument and your advice is probably well placed yeah. in you know taking a, an existing app and yeah. white labeling, whatever you would want, yeah. to, want to do. But yeah. in our case, our, our business is maybe a little bit different. The golf business is slightly different from, from yeah. many others. And in many ways, mm. we're fortunate because the golf industry globally is quite fragmented. Is so it? unlike the hotel industry where you would have 10 major hotel chains globally, yeah. in golf, 
Troon is the biggest management company in, in the world, and it manages 600 plus golf courses. Okay. There are 30,000 in the world. So wow. actually, there, is no, there aren't really many big players in the golf industry. So yeah. the, the availability of tech in the industry is, is also a little more fragmented than many. Okay. So that in some ways has been an advantage to us mm. because in, in golf, you're not the, the competition level perhaps for yeah. tech is, is not quite as high as it may be in certain other industries like the airline industry. Yes. Um, that would be difficult to try and replicate a I Skywards. was going to say, um, if you were in Skywards and you were trying to say we're going to build our own, it might be tough. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. so I think for us it was the right decision yeah. um, and we wouldn't do it, uh, we wouldn't have done it any different had okay. we gone back. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and uh, you know, it's been highly beneficial for, for our business to have the control sure. of the app. Yeah. And, you know, from a financial perspective, you're not sharing revenues with a third party. Correct. Um, yeah. Which, yes, it costs a little bit more. Mm -hmm. It takes a little bit longer. But yeah. we're here for the long run. Mm -hmm. uh, and the growth is going to be something that yeah. is going to continue. Yeah. So having that platform will enable us, yeah. you know, bring us big advantages, not only now, but also in the future. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm sure you can't comment on this piece, but I'm pretty sure if I was sitting in your shoes, I'd be thinking, oh, maybe I'm in the technology business now. Maybe there's an opportunity worldwide with this fragmented industry. So I think you've done something very brave and very exciting. So I'll be super keen to see where it goes. But definitely, I feel like industries like yours, as you've said, may have been neglected just because there wasn't sufficient demand for that level of expertise. Like my father plays golf, but for sure he wouldn't be downloading any app yeah. to play and make the bookings. You know, it's a traditional phone call. Yeah. Uh, but I do think there's a need for this kind of technology and anything that makes our lives super easy and convenient. And also the generosity piece, I think, is also what you seem to have nailed really well. So what I saw is for every dirham, there's there's one dirham back. Is that the reward rate? Every, every 10 dirham spent every, is, is, a, is, a, is dirham a dirham back. back. So in, it's a 10% reward yeah, so rate. So it's a 10% reward, which, yeah. is, which is high. Yes. Um, but again, we can afford to do that because it's yeah. it, we're not sharing any of that revenue with third parties. Yeah, so yeah. it's encouraging spend back into yeah. our own uh, operations. Okay. And uh, so so it's something that we can do. Yes. And and obviously that means, you know, it's, it's very powerful to grow the, the user base as, as well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe that will change in time. I mean, we talked about the Skywards program yes. earlier. And certainly I remember that the Skywards Rewards pro program was very different when yes. it started than, than <laughs> perhaps it is now. But yeah. still, yeah. it it generates loyalty for sure uh, so you yeah. can change in time but certainly mm. that was something we felt that was quite a strong message from the outset to yeah. give effectively a 10 percent redemption mm -hmm. um, and rewards uh, yeah. on on spend mm -hmm. and and that's something that in terms of feedback we get from our users is something that they value very highly yeah and the fact that you know if you went to Kareen and, and, and had dinner, you could go tomorrow to Topgolf or Jones the Gross and redeem yeah. rewards from your spend last night. So it's very, very easy to use. Yeah. And, and going back to your point on, on tech in golf, I think also being in this region, mm -hmm. uh, uh, I think we're very fortunate that the the general population is very sort of tech uh, savvy. sort of savvy. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and I yeah. think you know people are really happy to use tech as long as it's easy to use. Yes. And there's a benefit. 
there's uh, something in it for me. And, and yeah. Raya does tick both of those boxes. Yeah. And uh, it's it's certainly um, you know very popular with our, with our members and mm. the local population in Dubai. It's even surprised me yeah. how many overseas guests have used it and found it. And we haven't really promoted it yeah. to the overseas market, but a lot of our overseas guests that come and play yeah. our courses, especially in the winter months when we have amazing weather here, uh, yeah. really use it because they see significant benefit from the spend that they make. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Incredible. Yeah, I was also surprised when you said that tourists are downloading it yeah. because to me, it's again back to the point I don't have a lot of loyalty programs on my phone because I couldn't be bothered downloading it unless I know what's in it. And I like the fact that you've launched with a very generous reward rate, as you said. Of course, over time, you can adjust that. You might say golf bookings get 10%, dining might get 5%, who might know? But I do think that's something where you, you automatically build in the advocacy because people say, actually, I'm getting rewarded. Like they feel that piece. Yeah. Like we would talk about, you know, as industry professionals about the importance, particularly of the first redemption, because once you get somebody who's redeemed, then you've got their trust. Yeah. And once they've got that trust, then they do tell their friends and family. So it sounds like you intuitively understood that from the beginning, built in that generosity, and now people are just telling each other. Yeah. I mean, we did a lot of homework before we, and a lot of development, and looked at you know some of the best in class out there. So yeah. you know that was all part of the 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 the, the growth and development uh, stage. And um, yeah, we feel yes, we have made made errors, and mm. but we but in general, the key pillars of of the app have have remained pretty much consistent. Okay, and uh, the look and feel has changed, and, and and obviously that's something that's important. Yeah, as well, and mm -hmm. and that will probably continue to change and mm -hmm. develop a little bit. Yeah, um, but it, it it it's it's really uh, pleasing to see the the level of growth. Yeah, the revenue generation, the amount of usage, the amount of golf bookings, the amount of dining bookings. Things, Amazing. Yeah. The amount of, of revenue coming in and the growth, you know, the growth year on year is significant. Uh, 21 to 22 in terms of revenue was a 60% growth. Wow. So, the, you know, that, that's, that's significant. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, it, perhaps coming a little bit out of COVID in 21, 22 comparisons, yeah. so it might not be a a truly fair comparison, but still, it's it's a very yeah. You know, Dubai was quite open in twenty one as as well as twenty two. Oh, so we were so lucky, huh? We were very lucky. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, we absolutely. were. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, but it's uh, it's significant growth and something that I think we 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 continue to see for some time. For sure. Just tell me about the rewards piece, then, Chris. It's all internal, essentially. So you earn the currency by buying the services, and you redeem for other Dubai golf services. Yeah, any yeah? any services within okay. within the company. So, uh, we, whether it's in Abu Dhabi, whether it's in, it's in Dubai, um, and very simple to, to use at point of sale. It's, it's super easy. Um, so, any of our restaurants, any of the golf courses, pro shops, uh, Top Golf, okay. uh, whatever it, it may be, you can re, you can redeem. Okay. Uh, and and even even in some of, some of our hotels as well. It's it, so it's it's Beautiful. not just Dubai golf properties. Sure, sure. Tell me, final question about the app then. The name itself, obviously Dubai Golf was no longer factually correct, of course, as you're yeah. taking on and you're growing outside of this emirate, but also to give a different name to the app itself. Yeah. Was that a difficult decision? Because you know, you then have to create awareness of what is via 
you know, it's a new brand. Yeah. And I always say building brands is quite expensive. Yeah. So that was obviously a big decision in its own right. So, yeah. Yeah, no, look, that's a really good question. And, and you're, you're very right. Creating a new brand from nothing is, is not, uh, not easy. Yeah. Uh, when you have an existing app, it, it, interestingly, it was quite a relatively straightforward process for us. Mm. And it, it, was, it was a decision that we had to make because the previous name was Golf Central. So okay. it, it was just about golf. So yes. we were okay. growing into experiences. We were going into dining. We okay. were going into hotels. We were going into yeah. beach passes, gym passes. Yes. So it had to be something that was a more generic, wider name. And, and Via yeah. is kind of a link between everything. So Via was was a generic name that mm. actually kind of provided a bridge between everything. That was the that's that was the concept. Okay. Um, the logos changed slightly, but only tweaked it a little bit since we launched it. Mm -hmm. And we found, apart from a few people that can't say via and say via or via, but we don't, we don't mind about that. I did check. Um, but so well done. Yes, um, just in it, case. But we find it, it's it's something that um, people recognize with with our brand, yeah. uh, which which also is important because that trust that, that our brand of mm. du Dubai Golf, Emirates Golf Club, Jumeirah Golf Estates, Dubai Creek There's a lot of has brands. is, uh, is yeah. significant. So yeah. if you know it's something linked to those yeah. operations, then the, you know they have yeah. uh, that, um, that credibility. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the name change was something that we really had to do. Yeah. And actually with I, I would say it wasn't that long before people embraced that change yes. um, certainly when we made the change we had a relatively low user base mm -hmm. from really primarily our own members okay so it was a communication to them which was very easy to do with push mm. notifications and yeah I think I may have written a letter as well or via email whatever yeah. um, but uh, that was relatively easy to, to okay. do and and then it was the promotion of what is via and so yeah. you were effectively going out to a very yeah. different yes. um business lots of different business businesses and and um hitting you know uh, from a marketing perspective yeah really growing the business through lots of different channels so it was it was the right time for us to do that i perhaps wouldn't recommend everyone <laughs> follow that same rule but for us it was the right time to do it and it and it yeah. worked well and yeah the the change to buy has been a really positive change for us because it's enabled us to yeah really grow the brand in a in a very organic way but also via paddle, via dining, via golf, via, okay. via so retail. Okay, so this brand extension. Yeah. 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 It's, okay. it's something that's easy to apply to many, many different yes. parts of the operation. Okay. So it's, um, yeah, it's been, been, been a good way to do it. Okay. And, um, again, yes. probably something that we wouldn't change. Yeah, I'm sure. Yes. And you've reminded me of my days in British Airways. We used to call it the master brand because, yeah. again, there was British Airways holidays. There was other British Airways products and services. But actually, once you have that master brand, you can extend it yeah. into different things. So I think Verge is another great example example in terms of what can you do when you have a brand that people know and trust. So yeah. Via, I think, as a lifestyle brand. And actually, when I think back to how you came to our attention in terms of loyalty, because again, we know the golf clubs, but I, as I said, I'm not a golfer and I didn't know about the Via app, but it was another, um, you know, loyalty professional here in Dubai, and he runs the Enoch loyalty program. Yep. And we asked him the same question we asked you at the start of the, the conversation, what is your favorite loyalty program? And he said Via. 
Wow. So there you go from somebody who's running a huge program in a very competitive sector. And uh, that's when we were like, oh, we need to pay attention and see wow. what's going on with this. So again, we have a global audience who are listening. So they're certainly going to be paying increasing attention uh, to what Vi is doing. So very exciting times. Yeah, we're, we're very excited. And, uh, you know, it's we've got a very uh, exciting growth trajectory over the next few years so that yeah. this part of the world, the city is doing very well. I think, you know, when you look at a global picture, Dubai has done an amazing job post-COVID. Yes. And, you know, so many people have moved to this part of the world mm. and, the, the, you know, the city is growing. So yeah. if you have a, a successful business in the city, then you have the opportunity to grow with that. For sure. Uh, which is exciting for all of us here. And, uh, yeah. you know, certainly with uh, in in loyalty and, and the reward program we have, we, we see it growing significantly over the coming years. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you now, so you've been here a long time. Um, I've been here twice, actually, but my aunt and uncle came here in 1979. Wow. So <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> there you go. So I have a long love of this uh, part of the world as well. Uh, but absolutely. And in fact, I'll give my age away. I am the same age as the UAE, wow. which actually blows my mind. This country is 51 years old, nearly, sorry, just gone 52 and I'm yeah. 51 years old. So there you go. Wow. It is incredible what has been built here. And I think all of us who live here really value and appreciate, again, whether it was through COVID or literally the opportunities that were given to build our businesses. So, yeah, I think a lot of people don't realize how special it is. So clearly Dubai Golf does. You guys are doing amazing stuff. No, thank you very much. <laughs> it's, uh, it's great to hear that feedback um, from, yeah. you know, the, from the, your guest that you had from Enoch. From that's, Enoch, that's, absolutely. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, the team were very pleased with that because they worked very hard to create what we're doing. And uh it's great to get great feedback from users. Of course. It's great to see the, the growth trajectories and you know yeah. everyone in the team is really yeah. proud of, of seeing, you know, the the last month's figures being higher than the previous month. The and, hockey and, stick. Yeah, which is <laughs> you know, so it's been been a few months in a row of consistent growth. So it's been uh, it's it's great to see. But that feedback means more to us than probably anything. So fantastic, fantastic. So you've alluded to some great plans, Chris. Is there anything you can share or give away? Might be commercially sensitive, so if not, please don't worry. But we're always curious just to get a, a taste of what's to come. Yeah, I can I can certainly uh, mention uh, Top Golf is a brand that we're going to be taking uh, expanding through the region. The next Top Golf will open in Abu Dhabi. Okay. Uh, we'll be operating that uh, with a partner of ours uh, in Abu Dhabi. It will probably open just before the end of 24. Okay. Uh, so construction has not started yet. Um, but it will be announced in the next couple of months. Mm -hmm. um, we're also, uh, although I can't share the details with you, looking at some more social economic and social entertainment concepts. Okay. Uh, which are, seem to be very much uh, on a growth traje trajectory. Okay. Uh, a lot of them come from London or or perhaps US, okay. uh, Vegas, there's a lot of these concepts and yeah. some of them proving incredibly successful. Yeah. Um, the challenge for us is, okay, it's, it's okay being successful in London and, and perhaps mm. Vegas or New York or whatever, yeah. but yeah. will they be successful in Dubai as well? Of uh, course. Yeah. And that's always a risk with bringing something like a, a Top Golf here because you're never 100% sure if it's going to work, but yeah. uh, the track record of Top Golf was a, was a pretty sure, sure bet that that was going to be okay. So yeah. we're looking at other concepts uh, along 
that way, uh, along those lines of, of the next sort of top golf. Okay. And uh, I'm sure that we will be announcing something in the not too distant future, uh, which is really exciting. Mm. Uh, and um, yeah, the, the further growth of top golf beyond Abu Dhabi is again something that we're we're really excited about. Um, bringing new people in the game and, and in, into the game and making golf fun. Okay. Uh, so that's, that's the main thing. Okay. But, uh, and aligned with all that growth is obviously the growth of the Vi app as well. So absolutely. It's absolutely. exciting times. Indeed. Well, listen, I hope you'll keep us up to date um, because, you know, as you grow and as we see your loyalty thinking coming through in such a special way for this unique community, it's definitely something I'd love our listeners around the world to continue uh, listening and learning from, if that's okay. Absolutely no problem. I'd be delighted to share our successes. Wonderful. Okay. Well, listen, that's all of my questions for today, Chris. Is there anything else you wanted to say before we wrap up? No, I just really grateful for the opportunity. And uh, if there's anyone out there overseas that hasn't experienced our wonderful city, please feel welcome to come here. It's an amazing city with some wonderful experiences. And uh, whilst you're here, you can use the Buy app. Amazing. Well said. Okay, Chris May, CEO of Dubai Golf, thank you so much. Thank you very much for the opportunity. This show is sponsored by The Wise Marketeer, the world's most popular source of loyalty marketing news, insights, and research. The Wise Marketeer also offers loyalty marketing training through its Loyalty Academy, which has already certified over 500 executives in 38 countries as certified loyalty marketing professionals. For more information, check out thewisemarketeer.com and loyaltyacademy.org. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Loyalty. If you'd like us to send you the latest shows each week, simply sign up for the Let's Talk Loyalty newsletter on letstalkloyalty.com and we'll send our best episodes straight to your inbox. And don't forget that you can follow Let's Talk Loyalty on any of your favorite podcast platforms. And of course, we'd love for you to share your feedback and reviews. Thanks again for supporting the show.